Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And Kimberly Palm is here today. She's back joining us on the high road. And the book we're going to talk about today is The Real Fountain of Youth. This is an introduction to the peace stress management system. And here's what it looks like. Kimberly, I'm so excited you're here today. Um, She's coming back, but let me read her bio real quick. She's a spiritual teacher. She's an advisor for seekers of the truth on their journey. She's also an energy healer and a shaman. Now, Kimberly has been speaking with Yeshua Christ, Mary Magdalene, and Mother Father God since she was a little girl. She studied spirituality, metaphysics, world religion, um, supernatural, and paranormal since she was 12 years old. And Kimberly uses her gifts uh, she was born with, including her clairvoyance, her intuition, her energy healing, and her other gifts to help people on their journey. She's also a certified uh, meditation and mindfulness instructor, instructor, I'm sorry, and certified Reiki practitioner. Welcome back to Hiro to Humanity, Kimberly. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy, for having me on. Well, it's 1111 Gateway today. <laughs> I know. I thought about that because we're recording at 11 o'clock, you guys, on 1111, which is um, okay. I just think that's divine intervention. What do you think, Kimberly? Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I was telling I was telling you before the show. I really love this book. There's a lot of information in here, and um, you know. And let's just start out with, if you would mind telling the folks, you had a download um, from God, and and He pretty much Jesus said, "I want you to write this book, and I want you to talk about this uh, stress management system." So tell us about this. So what happened is I've been well, I've been counseling people unofficially since I was 12 years old. I started officially counseling people probably 23, 25, 25 years ago, uh, business counseling and life coaching people. And then I started health coaching people. I learned how to become an energy healer with, you know, tons of different modalities. But what the reason I wrote the book is I had been helping people for quite a while. And one day Yeshua said to me, "Um, I need you to get your program out to the four corners of the earth. That's what he said. He said, I need you to get it out to the four corners. And I said, well, how am I supposed to do that? And he said, you're going to put it into a book because all of the stuff that's in the book is the things I was working on with people because I was kind of a stress management expert in a way. And I was speaking at medical conferences all over the country and um, trying to teach doctors how to help their patients with stress because 98% of illness is caused by, by different types of stress, which I talk about in the book, Mm -hmm. physical, emotional, chemical, environmental. And um, the other 2% is inherited stress through your DNA that you get handed down through your DNA. Right. And, um, and so he popped in and he said, you need, he said that everybody, he said, here's how he said it. He said, Kimberly, all of my children on this planet are really stressed out. I need you to get, get this information out to help humanity. And, and I'm like, uh, I've never written a book before in my life. How am I supposed to do it? He said, don't worry, you know, I will assist you. And so a lot of that 
the information that's in the book is, is mostly my research, but as far as how it's laid out right, and what chap, like what subjects I spoke about, he's the one who presented me with, here's what you're going to talk about. Like he gave me the talking points, like as far as here's what we're going to cover in this book. He gave me the name of the book. Yeah. And, I and, love it. The real yeah, fountain of youth. Yeah, I like and it. He, yeah. Because if stress is what kills you, because it is. Mm-hmm. And when we say stress, it's not just emotional stress. It's the four big types of stress, which I'll mm-hmm. mention in a minute. Then the fountain of youth would be to manage or get rid of all the things that are stressing you out that are killing you. Right. So you can live longer because as I always say, is when you remove all the stressors from the body, mind, and spirit, your body was created by God almighty to heal itself naturally. God made us perfect. We were Mm -hmm. made with perfect divine blueprints that God gave us. And he gave us the ability of rapid healing. I just had major surgery on my back a month ago and it healed three times faster than most people's would because because you're connected because you're because because I'm connected and I'm, and I've been studying how to heal the body for over 35 years of my life because I was misdiagnosed by a doctor when I was 20 years old and I'm going to be 56 in a week from now. So because of that, um, actually in nine days from now, (laughs) happy early birthday to you, Kimberly. (laughs) Um, but for the last 36 years of my life, I've had to heal myself over and over again because doctors let me down. So Mm -hmm. he popped in and he gave me the name and I'm like, well, I don't have a name for my program. And he said, you're going to call it the peace stress management system. And I'm like, okay, Lord, why am I calling it that? And he said, because I am the Prince of Peace. That was yes. his first thing. He goes, I, I am it. the Prince of Peace. I and he said, it. because this program is going to give peace to every person who, who does it, every person, this is going to create peace in their life. And then he said, because the peace actually stands for something, it's physical, emotional, chemical, and environmental stress. Mm-hmm. And it was originally P-E-C-E. I added in the A. I was going to ask you about yeah. that. I'm like, where's the A? I'm confused. Yeah, <laughs> and because it looks weird if you go P-E-C-E program and it's pronounced peace. And I wanted people, I didn't want people to call it the P-E-C-E program because, oh, it's gotcha. peace because he said peace, because that's how he Right. Prince of peace. Right. Right. But but (laughs) it's physical, emotional, chemical, and environmental stress. And then underneath each of those categories, there's hundreds of categories. There's all kinds of stuff. So this isn't just like an easy, an easy fix. I mean, there's so much to do, you know, just in, in the emotional category, you've got conscious emotional stress, you know, that, you know, that you have full control over, you know, like, like, you know, being angry and fighting with people or yelling at people or, you know, there's just so many things. Um, subconscious stress, which is those little tapes playing in the background of your mind that you have no clue exists. Like, like I'm, I'm in love, like an unconscious belief that or subconscious belief, (coughs) sorry, swallowed wrong there subconscious belief that, you know, I'm not loved because something happened to me when I was a little girl and my parents made me feel like I wasn't loved. So then that goes back into your subconscious that tape plays over and over the rest of your life, causing disease and illness in your body until you clear it out using a healing modality like psyche or, um, eat, uh, what's it called? Eat 
ETM or ET, what's EFT, EFT or Psych K or body codes or body talk or. Well, or- yeah, I'm on, I'm constantly reprogramming my head, you know, yeah. and, and I yeah. talked about this on the show a couple of weeks ago where I sing now. <laughs> when I That's get these I crappy do. thoughts in my head, you sing, sing too? Yes. Oh my God. I sing. Yes. I got the joy, Always. joy, joy, joy down in my heart. And that's what I do because I don't know, you know, you can't stop it. It just keeps coming. And then, but I think eventually as you reprogram, then it stops, but it takes some work, honestly, don't you think? It's a lot of work. And that's why the book, so the book is not only just some book that you pick up and you read once and you put it down as a guidebook that you use the rest of your entire life because it's an entire life makeover program. Right. Book, and it has homework at the end of each chapter. So you're being held accountable to change your life because nobody's in tr- control of your life except you. And just like this guy made a kind of rude comment on one of my videos the other day, basically saying, so we're supposed to be happy. I'm, he said, basically he goes, I'm supposed to be happy with the the C-A-B-A-A-L people out there ruining the world. And I'm supposed to be happy. And my comment back to him was they don't control your happiness. You control your happiness. Your happiness is a, a personal choice. And even Abraham Lincoln said that some folks choose to be as happy. you know, some folks are as happy as they choose to be. That was an Abraham Lincoln right. um, uh, phrase. And he really did say that because he was very spiritual and very keyed in, very tuned in to mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. And which is why he was such a great leader. He was probably the greatest president we ever had. Um, you know, next to George Washington crossing the Delaware and saving us from the British, you know, whatever. But yeah. um, but the th- the thing is, is that is it you it's your choice and you're a hundred percent in control of your life. And this book basically gives you a whole plan an entire trend. It's an tr- entire life transformation is what it is because at the end of the book, it has a whole life transformation thing that you do where you go through and you follow all the steps and you, yeah, you've got tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's real. it's really cool. I have to say, I really did um, enjoy the book. It's, it has a lot of information. One thing that really, um, you know, you talk about how your body um, responds to stress. And then you also talk about uh, adrenals mm-hmm. and the cortisol. Talk about yeah. that a little bit. Cause that hit home with me. Okay. So what I'm finding this with almost all of my women clients, especially, but some of my men clients too, that when you're really stressed out, like, let's say you have a job that's just killing you, you know, you have this awful job that you hate every time you're getting stressed, like your kids are giving you grief, your parents are giving you grief, your job's giving you, you know, grief, all of these things, you're releasing cortisol stress hormone, which is the fight or flight response. Right. And that was given to man. So we could run away from a bear, but we don't, or, or from a dinosaur or whatever, but we don't have to do that anymore. So now what happens is you flood your body with this icky hormone. Every time there's something uh, terrible, like let's say somebody almost crashes their car in front of you, you have like, you know, or your heart reaction crazy. Yeah. That reaction, you're flooding your adrenaline, but there's some people who have anxiety disorders and depression where they're just flooding their, their body all the time with this cortisol stress hormone. What that does is it depletes your adrenals, which are at the top of your kidneys. They're a, um, the adrenals are a, um, what do you call it? I just blinked out. There's a name for it, but they basically sit on the top of your, um, of your, uh, oh, it's a lymphatic. It's part of like your lymphatic system. Okay. Right. But it sits at the top of your, of your kidneys and it has this 
cortisol, you know, hormone. Well, when that's in balance, then everything's good. Now here's the scary part of this, Nancy, okay. is that when you are flooding your body with cortisol all the time and your adrenals are depleted, your adrenals control a whole bunch of important things that make your body make you live, like make you allowed to be healthy and whole. Mm-hmm. It controls your blood sugar levels. It controls your hormones, like your estrogen and you know, all your, your hormones, your testosterone, right, right, right. Stuff. It controls um, your blood pressure. So what I find with clients, and I found this over the last 20 something years, that people who, for example, a lot of times people with thyroid disorder. Yeah, I have thyroid disease. And then you check my cortisol and I have like zero cortisol. Yeah. Yeah. But part of this, I think is from being intuitive. Yeah. Well, that will. Yeah. And that drains it too. I have a really good friend who is a psychic who works with people around the clock all the time. And it just drains her, her adrenal, her adrenals are always shot. Yeah. And then, then, you know, she gets this runny nose thing happening because it controls your allergies. So it also controls your autoimmune system, your immune system. So people who have adrenal, what we call adrenal dysfunction or, or cortisol deficiency, they, they get sick all the time. They can have either too low a blood pressure, too high a blood pressure, hyper, hypothyroid, hyperthyroid, diabetes, right. Right. hypoglycemia, heart mm-hmm. problems, blood mm-hmm. pressure problems, mm-hmm. and on and on and on and on. And right. oh, and autoimmune disorders. Well, before be we triggered. go to commercial break, tell yeah. us what we can do if we have this issue. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you actually... Ha- excuse me, have, um, adrenal insufficiency or adrenal issues. You have to repair the adrenals and there's all kinds of supplements you can take to do that. But the biggest thing is learning how to manage the stress because you have to cut off the head of the beast. So the beast that's causing the adrenal burnout is your thoughts, your constant, you know, thoughts and the way you control the stimulus that happens around you in your life. Like you can have all kinds of crazy, horrible things happen in your life, but how you process that information, how you deal with it. Yes. That's why. Yes. It's about balance. You guys, Mm -hmm. Hey, we got to go to commercial break because we're doing the podcast too. I'm here today with Kimberly Palm. Her book is the real fountain of youth. This is Nancy Earl. This is high road to humanity. And we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on high road to humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more 
or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Kimberly Palm. Her book is The Real Fountain of Youth, an introduction to the peace stress management system. You know, I really have to say that this um, book hit home with me in a lot of respects. One, because I know what it's like to be so stressed that it does, you know, just impact your life so much. And you talk about whether you're stressed at home, it can be from work, it can be like you're talking about from childhood, there's so many different things. But one thing that you, you know, you cover so many different subjects. One thing you talk about is negative thoughts. And I'm really into energy. So I wanted you to address that because, and and what really hit home too, is you talk about judging others and how that negativity, when we put it out, of course, how it affects us. And I think people don't realize that. So will you address that a little bit, the negativity? I'd like to talk about the judgment first, because that's not only a negative thought, but it's a negative action because then you're turning around and you're being, you're, you're creating kind of an action around it. It's not just, you're thinking something you're, acting a certain way. So like, for example, when people are jealous of me, they treat me a certain way. They're usually rude and mean and disrespectful and, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So the jealousy creates you to do an action and we are all energy. God is energy. The universe is energy. It's all the quantum field. So it's a big universal boomerang. Mm-hmm. When you put in negativity into the this machine, it spits back out negativity at you. So you're basically harming yourself yes. because when you're jealous of people, that's what we call negative aspects of the ego. I've talked about it in my book, um, Ascension 101 as well, the whole negative, because part of going from 3D fear consciousness to a 5D uh, five, the density love consciousness is getting rid of those negative aspects of the ego. And those negative aspects of the ego are stressing everybody out Mm -hmm. the jealousy, the rage, the meanness, the disrespect, you know, all these things that people do to each other, um, ungratefulness, you know, rudeness, meanness, right. It just comes right back to you once you put it out there, once you put those things into this. So think of it as you're putting it into like a big cauldron or something, a big pot Mm -hmm. and it's boiling over you know, you're putting it in and you're putting it in and all you're going to get back out of it. You're not going to get a beautiful soup or a stew. You're going to get a bunch of poison. So basically what you're putting into, instead of creating a cauldron of stew that you can eat, that's healthy for you, that will heal your body. You're, oh my gosh, I'm channeling that right now. (laughs) That's not something I'm coming up with. Okay. Okay. Thank you. That's my boss. He's talking. (laughs) So he's, because he uses old fashioned kind of terminology. So Mm -hmm. you take a cauldron and you're making a stew 
when you're putting in love and kindness and respect and, and positive thinking, positive right. thoughts into right. your, your stew, you get a healing stew that heals your physical form, heals well, your, yeah. your body, nurses your mind. I'm going to cry now because he's like talking through me, nurses your spirit. And um, when you put in poison, you're going to create poison. So you're putting in meanness and jealousy and rage and hate and disrespect and white supremacy and anti-Semitism and, you know, on and on. All that stuff. Well, that's why when they, yeah, when people cook, you know, and they say, I I put love into it, you know, it really Mm -hmm. does make a difference when you put love into the food that you make. That's what I was thinking of when you were talking about that. Yeah. You cook with, you cook with love. And that wasn't coming from me either. I wouldn't have even thought Thought of that. that. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. That was my mouth will start speaking stuff that is not my is him. (laughs) So, um, anyways, um, so basically when you're putting all the love in, you're putting kindness, compassion, all these things, Christ came here to teach us when you Mm. put his, when you put him in there, you put that Christ consciousness into this thing, then you're, what are you creating? You're creating health and healing and happiness and joy and passion and love and creativity and all of the things that resonate with the kingdom of heaven and God and all of those things. That is what you're getting out of that pot when you're putting in all that positivity. So every time people are thinking negative thoughts, it's affecting their body with illness. Right. And when right. you think positive, because negative thoughts vibrate at a very low frequency, a th- right. third density or lower frequency, mm-hmm. positive thoughts vibrate at a love frequency of 528 Hertz or higher feelings of love, feelings of joy, feelings of happiness, feelings of forgiveness, petting my cat over here and giving her love, you know, all of that kind of, yeah. you Helps. know, it, it, it raises you up. It lifts you up. And it, and that is what puts us in that 5d consciousness, but that's also what creates a healthy body, a healthy mind, a healthy spirit. That's what creates the health and the negative stuff just creates poison in your body. It's like you're, you're injecting something filled with poison into your body over and over and over again. Right. I think people are finally starting to realize this stuff. I mean, we talk about it all the time. I will say one thing you guys, you know, and, and I know you're going to agree with me, you know, when you do connect every day and you bring in the light and you, you know, bring in prayer. That's how you stay balanced because my life is not always happy, but I stay balanced and and it's how you react, you guys. So when you're, when you're balanced, then you react completely differently. Now you talk in your book about something that I've been doing. And I was like, oh my God, Kimberly and I are so much on the same page. It's ridiculous. I've been doing all these people who are like shooting the negativity at me. Okay. Like you were talking about, I've been ho oponoing them. Okay. Yeah. Now yours is a little different, but I'll tell you what I say, because I learned it from uh, a guest on my show. Um, Dr. Scott Warner came on and, you know, and people have told me to do this, but I didn't do it. But now I've been doing this for like a few weeks and it has made a difference. So what you say, you guys, is you think of the person and you say, I love you. Please forgive me. I forgive myself. I'm sorry. Thank you. And what this has done, and I want you to address it too, is it's helped me. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it would help me. I did it to help the relationship, but it's opened the energetic channels and it's caused things to soften. Talk mm-hmm. about this a little bit. The Ho'oponopono. Yeah, so Ho'oponopono is the ancient Hawaiian forgiveness prayer, and it's been practiced by Hawaiian shaman um, for hundreds of years. I mean, the Hawaiian people have had it for a long time. And yeah. it's all about the fact that 
you're forgiving all of the people who, who harmed you, because if you don't forgive them, you hold on to that grief and that unforgiveness in your heart space. And it blocks your heart chakra energy. You get cardiovascular disease, lung problems, breast cancer, um, um, high blood pressure, all kinds of nasty stuff. If you block your heart chakra and grief and unforgiveness are the two big things. Hatred, hate, grief, and unforgiveness. Shame, blame, and guilt. It'll kill you, huh? Yeah. And shame, blame, and guilt. When you're blaming others for you being a nasty person, you're doing stuff and you're blaming everyone else and not holding yourself accountable for your behavior Mm -hmm. and not taking responsibility for your own behavior. And you just blame other people or other scenarios. Oh, it's this guy's fault. Oh, it's the fault of this. That all blocks your heart chakra. You can't do that. And so um, the Haponopono, if you have people who have hurt you, Going back to when you were a child, like people who beat you up, you know, anybody at all that's hurt you in your life, you do this prayer and it, it lets them go. You know, I don't like to say the word release because that means you're bringing it back again. You want to let them go. You want to let these people go and cut the cords. And I always ask Archangel Michael to also cut all the cords that are connecting them because you get an ethereal heart cord from you to them. Every time somebody interacts with you in your life. You get, you can get corded. You get corded. Yeah. Right. And so the Haponopono, because even though you're like, why am I forgiving? Why am I saying, please forgive me? I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Well, you're saying, please forgive me because how do I want to put this? It's, it's really hard to explain why, I mean, without you researching Haponopono, why they do it, but the best way I can say it, and this is the shortest way All is right. that it's because we had something to do with engaging with them. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we had something mm-hmm. to do with either your soul. You were a participant. Con- you were a participant in that. Yeah. Okay. It's not yeah. like it was just happening and you had nothing to do with it. Correct. You, and I'm not saying that you chose to be a bad guy or do something bad. I'm just saying that your soul made a conscious choice. Let's say that you had a husband who beat you up all the time mm-hmm. and you split up. Well, why would you say, please forgive me? Well, because your soul made a conscious choice to get together with that person in the first place. Right. It's the exchange of the energy. It's the exchange of the energy is what it is. Exactly. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so what that does is that breaks you free from the energy hold that that person has over you. So they no longer have a hold over you anymore. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly right. And that's why it's so important. And that's what was so surprising when I actually did it. You know, people tell you, it's like people tell you to do this stuff and then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This works. (laughs) This flipping works. I'm telling you it works. But the only reason I knew that it worked, well, of course, people who I haven't talked to in a while, I hope I own a phone of them and they called me. And then secondly, yeah, I could feel, I felt differently about them. Oh, wow. Yeah. I felt different. Like I wasn't so angry anymore. Like I let it go. And so I just, and I'm going to have somebody on the show, honestly, this is how powerful this is. And I was so excited to see it in your book. I was like, oh, hot damn. (laughs) You know, Kimberly figured this out too, because um, I believe in it so wholeheartedly now that I contacted the people in Hawaii. Now the gentleman who actually did this to begin with is retired and he's elderly, but there is like a foundation. And so I'm going to have him come on the show and do a whole show on this. Yeah. Because that's how strongly I feel about this. Hey, we got to go to commercial break. I'm here today with Kimberly Palm. Her book is the real fountain of youth. This is Nancy. You're out. This is high road to humanity. And we'll be right back. 
Hang on, we have more stories to tell on the high road to humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head up, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Kimberly Palm. We're talking about Peace, Stress Management System. I'm really excited that you um, put this book together, Kimberly. Tell people how to contact you. How do they get in touch with you? Um, spiritual Growth Journeys with an S, spiritualgrowthjourneys.com is my website. And I offer all kinds of classes on energy healing and becoming your own you know, psychic, being able to talk to you. Because my whole thing is there's no such thing as gurus. Yeshua actually told me this. He told me mm-hmm. there are no gu- gurus on earth. He said the gurus are myself, meaning him, not me. <laughs> the, gurus, the gurus are him and the ascended masters, you know, like um, Buddha and Babaji and you know, mm-hmm. all of those, you know, Sananda, all of them, you know, that they're the, the ascended masters who were here, who walked the earth, you know, before us, all the great yogis and stuff that walked the earth. They right. are the gurus, but the people, the humans that are here on earth, none of them are gurus. We're all students. And right. some of us may be teachers. I'm a teacher, but I'm also a student forever, but I'm not a guru because guru means G-U-R-U. Everybody needs to become their own guru. They That's need right. To, That's right. Yeah. They need to learn how to talk to God themselves because he told me, Kimberly, you're not special. He said, I talk to all my children on planet earth. They just can't hear me like you can, because I was born with psychic ability so I can hear him. But he he told me to teach them how to hear God, how to hear Christ. If, if, if you're, if you're a Christian, because if you're Buddhist, you, maybe you want to hear Buddha, or if you're, you know, Muslim, maybe you want to hear Muhammad. But the, the thing is, is that, you know, you need to connect with, um, on your own, you shouldn't have to go to a psychic person to give you, feed you, to spoon feed you all the answers. You should be able to get the answers because they're all within yourself. So I teach all kinds of classes. I also do one-on-one. I offer only one, um, two one-on-one sessions a week. 
um, that's it. I used to offer them daily, but they were sucking and draining me. Draining you. Yeah. Yeah. And I took some time off and I'm starting back up with the private sessions again in January. I have women's weekly support groups that any ladies can join and, and they're, they're support groups where you can ask me questions, meet sisters that are, you know, like you meet people just like you who are spiritual seekers Mm -hmm. who are awake and on the journey and um, right. Camaraderie. It's nice to have camaraderie, you know, I've had somebody um, recently talk to me and say that Jesus, that was Jesus as a Buddha, that was Jesus as, you know, all these different um, figures that we see throughout time. I just want to throw that out there, that that was really just him incarnated in different, you know, times. So I've heard that before. You don't think so. I got... He talks to me. He told me, he told me he was here two previous times, but not who was he? Okay. Okay. Who was he incarnated? What did you pick up before? The first, well, one of them is not somebody anybody would know. So it doesn't really matter. You know, he was just here as a mm-hmm. teacher. He's been here in teacher forms, but not, he was right. Like but in different forms in different. Anything. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't, he was just here. He was only here two previous times. So his third incarnation was Yeshua. The one before that he told me, and I can't, I always mix it up. It was either Ezekiel or as it was one of those two guys, it was um, not Ezekiel. Cause I knew he had name? been here before, but in a different Eli- it- Elijah, I think. I think okay. it, he said he was Elijah. It was like Elijah or Ezekiel. It was one of the two guys from the Bible. One of the prophets. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was one of those. And then before that he, um, he did something, he was some, just a teacher, you know, he came here, but his third time here, because he kept trying to get help us to ascend. Every time he came, mm-hmm. it was to teach to help humanity and teach humanity how to ascend. Mm-hmm. And two thousand years ago, he was trying to do the the whole ascension thing for the earth, but the people instead weren't ready. Oh, they yeah. weren't ready exactly. And they yeah, them. right. So right. because he was trying to help, you know, them ascend. And so, um, sorry, but it's I'm interesting. No, it's okay. The window. <laughs> Seeing weird stuff outside my window here. You know, Kimberly, yeah. it's interesting as you're talking about this, you know, all of us light workers, we were talking about this on the break, and I'm gonna bring it up. We we're getting hit really hard, just like Jesus did. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm persecuted, we're persecuted. Yeah, we're getting hit. Day, yeah, day. me too. Me too. And mm-hmm. I just want to bring that up because it's the same thing that happened to him that's happening to us because we're doing the work that we are, we're tra- we are Christ consciousness. We're the we are. Christ consciousness because he can't be here physically, right. but he gave, you know what he told me? And I put this in a post in Facebook recently, because I just found this out a week or two ago. What? He told me there's a hundred and what, 80 or 90 humans on the earth that have, are carrying a fractal of him, a piece mm-hmm. of him mm-hmm. so that we can do his action while we're here. Mm-hmm. Boots on the ground, as they mm-hmm. say. I believe that. I believe yeah. that, but they're hitting us really hard, yeah. just like they did him because they'd like to get rid of us. You know, they'd right. like to not have us talk about all this good stuff that goes on in the world. No, but there's um, 21 people. There's 21 women carrying a fractal of Mary Magdalene, Mary mm-hmm. Magdalene, um, 21. Her name was really Miriam, not Mary. Mary's a, a British name. Miriam. There were two Miriams, actually three. Um the um anyways um mary magdalene there's 21 women on this earth that are carrying fractals of her and 180 or 90 people not all women not all men some are women mm-hmm. and those were all the original apostles and disciples who were here who started to spread what they called the way the first mm-hmm. christian church was called the way because jesus was the way the truth and the life in the light, so, right. in yeah. The light yeah so um 
so they were so those people are here now in bodies for this ascension because he can't physically be here for many reasons. He told me over and over him and Mary Magdalene, there's people who walk around going, I was Mary Magdalene. No, no, they weren't. No, they weren't because I talk to her all the time. She's not in a physical mm-hmm. body because mm-hmm. they can't, they're on what's called the new Jerusalem, which is a 6,000 mile long crystalline city floating in space somewhere out near, I think it's Venus or somewhere like that. But yeah, that's, that's where they're at. They're not, they're not, here with now, us do you now. get message do you get messages that um once the ascension happens that he will return have you ever received that message he he told me he may but he you know he uh, okay here's the thing he laughs about this when people say when's he coming back he laughs because he, he never left he's always, he never left in the first place <laughs> right, he's always right. here mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he is the christ of earth okay mm-hmm. so this is like his like place right. Because there are, he's not the only ascended master. There's thousands of ascended masters. Every planet has one, you know, Jupiter may have one, Venus may have one, you know, the Andromeda system has one, every like solar system has like a solar, you know, they all have their own. They all have one. And I just want to say, you guys, I've called, I've had really horrible things happen in my life and a couple of times and he's been here. And I know mm-hmm. he stood right there next to me and he's called, he, you can call on Jesus and you, he will comfort you. And yep. I've had that comfort and I want Talk you to guys. To, yes. I want you guys to know that, that mm-hmm. all you have to do is ask and he will be there and you will feel him standing beside you. You will you know, ask and you yes. shall receive. That's yes. what, you know, he says, ask and you shall receive knock and a door shall be, open. be open. And, right. and the thing is, is that every time I ask, and I had the coolest thing happen. If I have it, do I have a second to share? Yeah, this we got five minutes. <laughs> okay. So this is the coolest thing. So okay. I was on a, on a video interview with somebody who is a Muslim. Okay. And she mm-hmm. is a good friend of mine and she's just a beautiful soul. And she's never read the Bible and she doesn't even know what Jesus looks like. She has no idea what he looks like. I've seen him. I know what he looks like. Like I've ver- visually seen him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause he pops in and I see him. <laughs> You're going to love this. I'm having an interview with her and she goes, there's two beings standing next to you. She said on, on the right, on this side of my right, I have this blonde haired angel who kind of looks like you. And she's actually my head guardian angel. She -hmm. described her. How could she know who I've never sat there and go, Oh, I have this head angel. And this is what she, I've never told people that. So she saw, she, she saw my, my angel standing on this side of me and next to me, she goes, there's a gentleman and he's wearing a white robe. And she said he has a beard and she starts describing him. And I, and I took my picture that's right here of Yeshua, because that picture painted by um, what's her name? Um, ah, I, I, I blanked out on her name. It's a, it's a, a Russian name. Oh, the that, one who does all the pictures of Jesus. Yeah. yeah you have yeah. one of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I know who it is. And so I, um, so I, um, Kramaric, her last name's Kramaric. Anyways, she, um, <laughs> she painted this picture and it's exactly how I see him whenever he's popped in. So like the first time I saw her painting, I cried because that's, what I, what I saw, like I mm-hmm. literally saw him. And so have many mm-hmm. of my other friends, they've seen that painting and go, Oh my God, I've seen him. And this is what he looks like. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so he was standing next to me to my left, he was standing up and she saw him. And I'm like, is this wh- who you're seeing? And I held up the picture and she goes, Oh my God, that's exactly who I am seeing right now. And he's standing <laughs> right there. And this is somebody who's not even a Christian who has no idea, but mm-hmm. she's a psychic, but she's psychic. 
And so she can see what's going on. She sees everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, crazy. Cool I know. That? Well, it's cool. And that's why I'm bringing this up because yeah. I want you guys to know that he's around. I had someone, I had another uh, intuitive, you know, there aren't just because you're intuitive and just because you know how to do this work doesn't make you a good person. Mm-mm. And I want to say that to you guys. And I had somebody who had been on my show and they were stealing my energy because I have. Some really, yep. And creepy. yeah. And I called one of my girlfriends who's a psychic and I, I have the clear cognitive sense, of course, and clear, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm an empath, but she said, Oh, Nancy, Jesus is standing in front of you. And he just put a red cross across your chest to protect you from these people who are stealing your energy. And I didn't see him, but she saw him. But he's here. And that's what I w- want you guys to know that you have to call and say, I need your help. When someone's stealing your energy, call on Jesus and say, mm-hmm. I, you know, Yahshua, however you want to say it, it doesn't matter. Just, sure. you know, yeah. yeah, just that, you know, we need protection. And I ask a lot of times for protection. Do you do that as well? Um, so I do it every morning when I wake up and, and before I go to bed at night. And even when I'm out and about in my car, I'm constantly asking because we're being attacked by the enemy. There are, there is, I've said this on many videos before. There's a hundred demons for each human on this planet. Mm-hmm. And so there's like 900 billion demons. And those were all created to take down humanity because Satan and Lucifer hate God's creation and they want to take us down and they hate the light and they want to take the light down, especially the light workers. They attack the light workers more than they attack anyone else because they don't want us ascending this right. planet. We came here for that. We came here for the apocalypse, which is the unveiling, revealing of the truth. We came here for the great awakening, which is happening in three stages. The third stage is about to, to go off any day now. We're just waiting Yay. for those people to move their buns and get it over with. Let's talk about that when we come back from commercial break. I'm here today with Kimberly Palm. We're having a great conversation. Her book is The Real Fountain of Youth. This is what it looks like, you guys. This is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use, and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. 
We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Kimberly Palm. Kimberly, there was something in your book that really hit home with me, and it was money and finances. And let me just couple things I wrote down here, a couple notes I want to say. You said, clear away blockages or limiting beliefs that are preventing you from receiving money and abundance. Practice gratitude daily and stop worrying over money and learn how to practice mindfulness. I mean, what good information. But you know, I have to say this was like practical information because we've become so materialistic and we're screwing ourselves over actually is what we're doing. Talk about this. I really like that you address this, by the way. Yeah. So humanity has gotten um, into what I call materialism and money worship instead of worshiping God. And it's like when you worship God and you walk with God and you have that close relationship, God takes care of you financially. So you don't need to worry about it. Um, when you're like all worried about, oh my God, money, 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 and materialism and, and accumulating objects. Like I've got to have the newest car. I've got to have the newest, like I know people who, when VCR, remember VCRs and DVD mm-hmm. players and all that, the minute they first came out or the minute a new model came out, they'd be in line camping out overnight at the electronics place to get it. Those are people who worship materialism. Uh, we had neighbors, we lived in a neighborhood, um, where everybody in that neighborhood was competing against each other of I, who has the fanciest cars and the most boats and the nicest jewelry and the nicest uh, coach bags and this and that. I mean, it was ridiculous. And we've lived really frugal our whole lives because, you know, we're not all about accumulating material objects. I don't own any designer handbags or designer shoes. You know, I buy my shoes on dsw.com or, you know, discounted, you know, warehouse. Yeah. And- you know, they're $40 shoes or $60 shoes. They're not $1,600 Christian Louboutin shoes mm-hmm. or something like that. Everybody is like wrapped up in, in having things, things, materialism, things. Well, to make them happy. I think people buy things. And this is what I saw. I, you know, I've had to figure it out myself because I, my mom was very materialistic. Mm-hmm. And then of course I'm watching my kids right now be kind of materialistic, which really right. bothers me. Because that's not who I am. It doesn't buy happiness. No, it doesn't doesn't. buy happiness. Well, yeah, the car, yeah, the car, the clothes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make you happy. And I don't know if that comes with age or, or what do you think, Kimberly? I think some of it's with age. I think young people, when they're 20 something, they have that belief. So that used to be me. Okay. So when I was in my twenties, sorry, my phone's like (coughs) bleeping like crazy. When I was in, I'm going to take my coat off too, because now I'm warm. I was, I put a coat on because I was freezing in here because it's like 30 or 40 degrees outside or. Oh, sorry. wow. That's right. You're, you're in, Col- you're in Colorado, aren't you? Mm, where are I'm you? In the Pacific Northwest. Okay. I was think- exactly where I am. Cause. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's just say I'm close to the Canadian border. Okay. So um, anyways, uh, the thing is, is that is that it's really cold here. So I was like on and off, on and off. Now I'm hot. Um, When I was 20 something, I was all about, oh, I wish I had designer clothes when I was a teenager. And that's because I was brainwashed by society society to think that I had to have 
um, Gloria Vanderbilt jeans and, you know, this and that and all that. When I was a teenager, that was the thing is Brooke Shields, you know, with the, with yep. the jeans and all that, yep. and, you know, and the guests and the, this and the, that, and, you know, you're brainwashed by that and by all the magazines like cosmopolitan and all that, mm-hmm. but this is what you need to be happy, but it never gave me any happiness. And it took me a lot of years to figure that out. Honestly, yep. it took me a lot of years of growing up. Mm-hmm. And learning that money and things don't buy happiness. You know what buys me happiness? In both of my books, both I have a whole chapter on how to be happy the rest of your life in Ascension 101. And then in this book, I talk about it as well, too. But the things that are going to make you happy are the non-material, non-intrinsic things, the things that are not, you can't touch. Things like spending time with your family, loving on your pet, mm-hmm. going for a walk on the beach, watching... Um, some watching little birds, you know, singing and having a party, yep. you know, whatever, watching the deer, like my, my backyard is like, um, um, a, a wildlife park. I have wildlife coming through, you know, I've got coyotes, I've got deer, I've got, you know, squirrel, I've got all kinds of critters, you know? Yeah. That, and that's fun. That's fun to watch them. Happiness. I mean, yeah. my family thinks I'm nuts, but in my old house, in our old backyard, we had all of these bushes that had all these flowers and they'd be covered with bumblebees, like fluffy oh, wow. bumblebees, just bumblebees, thousands of them. I'd walk right into the middle of them and stand there and do a meditation and meditate with the bees. And my family was like, you're insane. You're going to get stung to death. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, you're I'm not, calm. I'm not harming them, and I'm right. calm. And I'm in a Zen peace place. Yeah, my vibration's really high. If anything, they're gonna love me. They like to buzz around me and smell me. I've never been stung by a bee. I have been stung by hornets because hornets will attack anything. Wasps, yellow jackets, those will attack you for no reason at all. Yeah, bees will not sting you unless you are a threat to them. Unless you're hurting them. If I'm just standing there and observing them and all their glory. And just really, they made me happy just watching them do their thing. It just, you know. Well, yeah. And I'm going to say, as your vibration is higher, because I know this from my own experience, when you go out into nature, mm-hmm. the animals aren't afraid of you. No, they aren't. They like one, you. you're kind of like one. And so they come up to you. Yeah, I know. And it, it may sound weird, but that's exactly right. That's kind true. of the Snow White theory. The reason why all the animals mm-hmm. came up to Snow White in the forest mm-hmm. is because she had a very pure heart and soul. She was right. a really good person. And so when you're vibrating in that love frequency, they can feel it. They feel they the energy. Feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's absolutely so true. But the money, the financial money thing, um, people need to stop having to collect material objects that will save them so much money. And then they can use that money to buy something that will give them a lot more joy. Like for example, going to my favorite band's rock concert gives me yeah. joy. Yeah. I like experiences. The things that gives me happiness is experiences. So like going to the opera, going to the ballet, going to a concert, going at Christmas time, hearing a children's choir sing, mm-hmm. you know, paying $15 for the local church choir concert, you know, that's what gives me joy, those experiences going on vacations to really beautiful places. So I save my money away for those types of things, because those give me memories. And when you die, you're going to either leave with regrets or happy memories. And yeah, you're not going to have, Oh, look at all the stuff I got. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I'm going to go out saying, wow, I really had a great trip to France. I really had a great trip to Italy. I really really enjoyed the family reunion in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or whatever. I'm just making that up, but you know, with so-and-so, I know. I'm you know, but those are the experiences. Those experiences create joy and happiness that lasts forever. And you know why it lasts forever? Because that VCR that broke that you threw out that lasted because they make them in China and they make everything to break in one year, all of your possessions you have are going to break 
and they're going to be, you know, ripped up. They're going to shred your favorite dress eventually is going to get threadbare and you're going to have to throw it out or you're going to get too fat and not fit in it. Well, it's true. It's like when you watch someone die, this is true. You know, like my sister died and all her stuff, she had all this stuff and it got all given away. I mean, and when you die, you guys, there's nothing. You, you can't know, take it with you. You can't take all no, stuff. No, you can take your memories with you. I all know. of your memories, Gosh. all the joy you create in your brain is what you're taking with you. Hey, we got about four minutes. I want you to talk about the Ascension because um, it's, you know, we're in the midst. People ask me all the time, you know, what's going to happen? You know, uh, the stuff with Biden right now. I mean, gas prices are through the roof. There's not, you know, food on the shelves. People are, are, you know, having issues. If they don't have the thing, then they can't go to work. I mean, all this stuff is really coming to a head. What have you received message wise that you'd like to share with us today? Thank you for asking. So actually I had taken this book off the market. I actually published this book originally in 2016 with a slightly different title. Um, and I took it off the market, uh, cause I, I shut my, that business down and I went and became a travel agent for a little while until, until the, you know, what plague hit. And mm-hmm. then I had to shut that, um, I got booted out of, you know, laid off or whatever, cause the travel industry went bye-bye. So then I started back doing what I was doing before, which is healing people and counseling people people and teaching people. And so the, so the thing is, is about three months ago or so Yeshua came popped in again and he goes, you need to republish that other, you know, your other book that you had your first book, you said, you need to republish it. But he said, I want you to change the title a little. And, 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 you know, he gave me the, the new name because it was originally called conquering stress, the okay. real fountain of youth. It was called conquering stress, the real fountain of youth, not just the real fountain of youth. Mm-hmm. We, he made me get rid of that because the words conquering stress puts off people a lot. It's like, what are you conquering? Like, it seems too difficult for them and they don't mm-hmm. want to do it. People are lazy. They don't want to conquer anything. Right. So, um, so he said, take that off because humans aren't ready for that part of it yet. So don't do that. And so I republished. and the reason he told me I had to get it out, I'm like, why do I have to put it out again? I don't really want to. And he's like, because he said, Kimberly, remember I told you that my children on earth, they're all stressed out and you needed to help them. And he said, now with this plague, he said, they're even 10 times stressed out. He said, now it's even worse. He said, they need your book now more than they needed it five years ago or six years ago or, or whatever. Mm-hmm, so right. he's like, get it out. So I got it out. The best thing you all can do. I am a certified mindfulness and meditation instructor. Mindfulness is staying in the present moment. Right. Okay. Always staying in, not going, what's going to happen in a month from now? What's going to happen in a year from now? Oh my God. Oh my God. What if this, what if, what if, what if get, get all the what ifs out of your brain. Mm-hmm. The best thing you can do for yourself is just focus on your breathing, focus on the present moment, focus on the shower that's pouring down on your head in the morning, focus on the dishes you're washing, focus on the food you're eating, eating, how it smells, how it tastes, how it feels in your mouth, you know, the texture be in the present moment all the time. That is going to get rid of a huge, huge amount of your stress in your life. Just that alone, like that one tip Mm -hmm. being present, being constantly present, because what causes all of the adrenaline to be released is when you're either pushing re rewind on, on the button or fast forward when you're going over old scenarios in your head. Yeah. What happened to me in the past happened to me in the past when Mm -hmm. my husband beat me up or this happened or, you know, what my husband's never beat me up, but you know what I mean? There's Yeah. Yeah. That's never happened. But, um, but what, or what happened when this person backstabbed me, you know, replaying those old scenarios 
windows over or, or how and that's hard because you, yeah. we deal with that on a daily basis. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had that yesterday and you have to learn to let it go. Let it go. Just let do. God, let go and let God give it over to God. Say, God, I can't handle this anymore. You take it from me and God mm-hmm. takes your burdens away. That's what God's there for. Um, well, that's not all. But do you God's think things for. are going to, going to get a little bit, what do you think they're going to get worse before they get better? Cause that's what I keep They thinking. are going to get worse because in order for all of the normies to wake up, mm-hmm. things are going to have to be bad. And unfortunately they have now put a heart medication. If you go to the three letter organization that starts with an F or that yeah. starts with a C, you can uh-huh. get their document of the ingredients that's in this thing for mm-hmm. the kids they put a heart medicine in there called Trimetha. I put a post up on my Facebook page. Everybody what will that do, Kimberly? That. What will that do? Oh my God. They replace the saline with it. It's only given to people after a heart attack or after bypass surgery. So you have to question yourself and say, why would you give a five to 11 year old child a medication given to people after a heart attack or bypass surgery? Mm-hmm. And they're putting that. So think, I want you to think about that because in the trials, Lots of children died of heart attacks. They did. And and they're saying, and they just came out with a new report from, I can't remember, um, John Hopkins or somewhere, some big place said that kids ages uh, 11 to 15 are like a huge percent more likely to have their heart, you know, have a heart episode after having one of these or, or terrible. Something like that. Yeah. It's terrible. Some study I saw somewhere. Don't, don't write me and ask me to send it to you. Cause I don't remember which one it was, but be but, aware, um, be aware of what's yeah. going on. Well, yeah. anything else you want to leave us with before we get out of here? Yeah. Today? The, I mean, get that book, read it cover to cover and know that you're going to keep it the rest of your life because it's literally a lifelong guidebook to help you th- through living in this planet earth, which is like a hell. I mean, Honestly, if you look at the way earth is with starvation (laughs) and poverty and murdering and killing and pillaging and right, you know, all of the things that go on in this place, it's kind of like being in hell. So if you want to navigate this hellhole until we ascend and turn it into heavenly, because Yeshua promised me that there was going to be heaven brought back to earth really soon. So Mm -hmm. until that happens, but really soon in his time, who knows how many years of our time that is. It's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. But it is going to get dark before the dawn because you have to wake up the normies. So what's going to happen is a lot of children are going to be sacrificing their lives now at this point. Um, because that's the only thing, cause all the mama bears are going to go into a rage when all their children are just dropping like flies in the schools. And um, you think that's, that's going to be it? it. Yeah. That's well, it. and they kind of showed that when they had the elections in Virginia, where people stood up against the, you know, critical race theory, because you had parents saying, Hey, wait a minute, what are you teaching our kids? Mm-hmm. So I guess it's going to come down to that, which is really sad. And I hate to hear it, but yeah, well, there's children whose souls chose to come in and be martyrs. For For this this reason, for this Mm -hmm. specific event, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be all the kids on the planet. They're not going to all die, but there's going to be a fair amount of them that are going to go, especially in the United States, because we need to be the leader for this. So there's going to be a lot of U.S. kids that are going to bite it over this whole thing. And I'm not saying that to be mean at all. In fact, it breaks my heart. I'm praying for them every day that that doesn't happen. But every single one of my friends who are psychic, who can see future events are also going to be a lot of kiddos that are going to have to go down to wake these uh, Dumbledores up who are sitting there 
total, yeah. you know, their brain is totally mind controlled. Yeah. Well, so. no. And I, I agree with that. As soon as I heard that they were coming over here and they were going to do it. And then I heard that, you know, you have to have um, the little passport in San Francisco, the five-year-olds. And this just reminds me of the time of the Nazis where you had to have mm-hmm. papers, you know, you guys, I just want to correlate that there. So anyway, gosh, I wish I could talk to you um, for another hour, but I got to get out of here and we want to yeah, use this too. for the podcast. So Kimberly, thanks for joining us today. Um, her book is called the real fountain of youth. Tell everybody your website again, spiritualgrowthjourneys.com. And you can message me through the website for whatever there's classes up there that you can sign up for that are pre-recorded. They can go and do the classes anytime. So perfect. Perfect. And if you want a psychic reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com. I've got some, the new VIP uh, thing up there for the high road to humanity people. And we've got special videos, kind of similar, I guess, to what Kimberly's doing, where I teach you guys about faith, how to manifest and all that good stuff. So go check that out. Kimberly, thanks again, you guys. This is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity. We'll see you next time, everybody. Take care. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal.